Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. So what have you like? All right, I think I think we're rolling, which means we're going to press play here on. So the sweet sounds of Kevin Bloody Wilson via my iPhone, because that's how much we're struggling here. It is show two. We've made it, Swanee. Oh, we have somehow. Show two yeah. with Swanee and friends. Uh, Meg by legend. Still not happy with the name. And 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 now I don't want to build this up too hard. Here we go. I don't want to build this too hard. Go on. But the lady who has changed the lives of thousands <laughs> <laughs> with her foil theory, Samantha Richards. Hello, Sam. Oh, hello. Thank you so much. Glad to be back. Glad Did to uh, have helped so many. Struggling single men out there with their cooking skills. I've just twigged here, Scotty. Yeah. So Samantha's replaced Scotty, who kicked eight goals on debut and was known as the next John Coleman. Mm. <laughs> you, you virtually kicked eight goals on debut with your foil theory. A bag and a bit, yep. Yeah. You got a good response to it. I did. I was quite intrigued. The thing is, now that the pressure on is, is on for me to deliver each week, I just said before I'm going to have to wear my white lab coat every week, but I don't know what you guys don't know. So yeah. I might be giving tips that quite you already know. <laughs> quite a lot. <laughs> Although I could, I could say something quite simple and you might go, oh, wow. Exactly. We're starting so. from a low base, let's face it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we're in uh, Studio Sam Newman again, so hopefully Sam could pop it at some stage. But did you break an intervention order on the weekend? Um, <laughs> I've got a couple out. <laughs> Which one are you talking about? Did I see a photo of you with Scott Cummings? Oh, I did. I seen um, Scott, we, uh, there's a group. Of like clone supporters that get together um, every now and then, and you know try and get it together a couple of times a year and watch the watch the pies play and have a few beers. And Scott didn't know I was coming. Um, <laughs> what happened when you walked through the room? Did you? Uh, oh, he shit himself. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, he didn't make eye contact with me all day. He refused to talk to me. Um, my views obviously do not reflect those of Scott's <laughs> views and thoughts. Um, but yeah, so did you um, manage to kiss and make up? He refused to talk to me. Yeah. The whole uh, time? Yeah, he's off me. Scotty. Scott. What's um, the group? What's Because it? it's an eclectic group. Yeah, I think it's, um, well, I, I, don't, I don't know how you call it. It's just a group of Collingwood supporters that, I guess, I don't know, uh, probably think they're C-grade celebrities. I don't know. We all think <laughs> we are. Santo Chilaro, Pete Hellier, Tommy Little, Mark Scaife, the V8 legend, Matt Preston. Yeah, I thought that was a bit of an... Uh, 
Interesting Brad addition. Oaks. Brad yep. Oaks, who's my vintage of uh, yeah. he's a great comedian. Comedy, great yep. comedian. How did Matty Preston get a jersey? He's a Collingwood supporter. I said, I don't know. Oh, poor thing. Um, yeah, well, he's got nothing. He's got nothing to do at the minute. So. <laughs> <laughs> know the feeling <laughs> Yeah yeah exactly <laughs> well, well sure it's not a group It's all been sacked from somewhere <laughs> Come on Required well, magpie yeah, supporters Yeah exactly That's what they are Required magpie supporters um, Yeah no but it was fun We went down to the a pub in the Docklands And um, watched the footy It was a good game Obviously we had a win um, And then had a few beers afterwards Watched a bit of the cricket And we all went our own ways mate Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, before we get on to it, because I know Sam Newman's got to go, and he's in the studios. He's, he does his own Sam, Mike, and Don yes. podcast, which is fantastic. And given we're using his studios, I'd just like to bring him in. Uh, uh, hello, Sam, again. Uh, good, good morning. <laughs> it's easy for me to say. <laughs> um, are you, you just cool with being on two podcasts that get offend people? Well, I'm, um, I think I might. You wouldn't believe this. I could be the voice of reason on this particular <laughs> podcast. I keep it uh, vaguely straight. Just a quick question, Sam. You've got gloves on and shorts on. I ha- I have the gloves uh, so I don't have to touch the public. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't mind if the public touch your legs? <laughs> Not at all, no. I've got no feeling from the waist down. <laughs> We're meant to be filming something at some stage. But, um, but uh, Swanee, can you just um, – I'm going to need to set this up for Sam. Can you tell me what, like Nick Maxwell as a captain, Nick Maxwell, when, when, when he was sort of giving feedback, how would that be used? Well, what do you mean, how would it be used? Well, well, was he the type of captain who'd be really direct or yeah. was he the type of captain who'd, who'd discuss things in a broader sort of sense? No, Maxwell was pretty direct. Um, he's a great captain. He you know, he told you what you needed to be told. Um, yeah, he didn't. He he probably more ran and raved on the field. That's probably where he you know he went off his tits and started screaming that because in the heat of the battle, as you, you'd see him and Heath carry on a bit down back, but off the field he's a lot more calm and composed, and you know it was more um, just told you what you needed and tried to help. You know, especially if you'd fucked up. Off the field, you know, try to. Um, you Dan, know, he would have had a few conversations with yeah, you. Yeah, then. yeah, me and Maxie, you got run real well. Yeah, really close. <laughs> who, but, um, who, who was that? The Nick Maxwell, our premiership captain. Aye. Oh, so I'm interested in this, Dane. Um, so you like to take instruction from another player who was the captain about how you should play or what you should do. You're talking about game day or off? Well, um, game day. Um, did I like to take if I was... No, but you said he told us what to do and yeah, where well, to go. Uh, you wouldn't need to be told by one of your peers, no. someone you play with, how to play football, no, would you? No, not not particularly me in the midfield running around because I used to sort of just do my own thing and go and chase the ball. So, <laughs> That's like, it? He'd set, people, he'd set you know, the young kids up and most I people see. up you know, across... A mentor. Yes, absolutely. So, so Dane's described Nick being direct and, and fair. I think yeah, yeah, absolutely, fair. yeah. Direct with the kicking the football or direct speaking, speaking. Oh yes, as captain, as not leader. beating around the bush. You know, yes. telling you what you need to be told. Uh, you, you, you've lost. Well, well, but that's my point. What would Nick Maxwell need to tell you or any other young buck who was um, in the side? Well, some. Well, sometimes I guess for me, um, you know. You, Put down the beer, Dane. Yeah, or something like that. Well, maybe. funnily enough, I was go I home, I Dane. I didn't, I didn't drink too many beers game day. Uh, um, no, we one. talk about it on the field during yeah, the game. But listen, you know, as I've stated before, you don't win brownlows by running defensively <laughs> and chasing I can't comment. and chasing players around. So, like sometimes my defensive efforts probably weren't as great as they should be um, because you know. I was and so I, he would say, Dane, if you. 
Maybe wouldn't just, mind it every now and again. Could you actually pick someone up? Yeah, something like that. I or, see. You know, You'd so, have to be told that, would uh, you? Well, I knew, I knew, I knew I was doing the wrong thing, but I'd rather, <laughs> I'd rather get in trouble for not get for chasing someone than not getting it. So this, um, this leads me though. This leads me, Sam. You, you, you lost your great mate and your, your, um, your first uh, captain in in Poly Pharma during the week. Um, could I please ask you? Because I don't think you said this anywhere. <laughs> We're getting explicit rating. <laughs> My favourite ever story of yours about just learning direct feedback from a captain when you played against Carlton, for instance, against Mori Sankey. Oh yes, no, I've, yeah, no. This is this is actually a true story. So this makes it different from a lot of the things <laughs> we chat about. To cut a very long story short, um, Graham Farmer and I had a plan when there was a centre bounce that I'd run across the path of the opposing ruckman, and this would give him not that he needed it, but it would give him a better than even chance of getting the ball a hit out. So I ran across the number one ruckman, Carl. For Carlton on this particular day called Mori Sankey. Not sure what jo- where John Nichols was, but he wasn't playing. So Mori Sankey, I ran across Sankey's path when they bounced the ball and Farmer hit the ball to Bill Goggin who kicked a goal on the run in the opening five seconds and while the boundary umpires were bringing the ball back to the centre, Sankey said to me, don't do that again. And I was 18 at the time. <laughs> And had my arms all oiled up. I was smelling like a rose. Yeah. And I thought, how good's this, playing with the great farmer in front of 40,000 people getting paid for something I actually enjoy doing. So I drew myself up to my full height. as about 11 stone in those days. And I looked Sankey square in the eye and I told him to get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I'd heard Ted Witten tell someone to do it the week before and he'd had enormous success with it. <laughs> Sankey never batted an eyelid and I thought... Shit, this is. Un- I'm starting to intimidate people. I'm, I'm just a young boy. So they bounced the ball again. I ran across his path for the second time. Palmer, Palmer palmed the ball to Tony Polinelli, a wingman, who kicked it to Doug Wade. And I was just I full forward and I was waiting for Doug to go back and kick perhaps our second goal of the game in the opening 10 seconds of it. And Sankey knocked me out. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's humorous. <laughs> Round be a lot army. of people loving to hear that story, <laughs> wouldn't they? Round army from behind, broke my jaw in two places. Oh. This is true. Had it wired up for 10 days. Could only take in liquid food for a week. <laughs> and uh, Doug eventually kicked the second goal. And while the band rampers bring the ball back to the centre, um, I'm lying in the middle of the circle thinking, <laughs> I'm a bit delirious. I thought, how neatly I fit in the circle. <laughs> Didn't have any chalk on my boots, none on my hair. So the umpire went to bounce the ball. For the third time. And he couldn't because I'm old Dunder Clump and he is lying in the circle. And this is when the great man, first time he ever spoke to me on the football field. I'm lying there and uh, I saw this big shadow come and this big crew-cutted Aboriginal head, beautiful looking man. He leant over me and I was a bit delirious. I said, hi Polly, how are you? And he said, John. I was called John in those days. He said, we're on a roll. And you're holding things up, could you fuck off? (laughs) (laughs) And I thought, fair enough. That's when I realised the game is bigger than the individual. (laughs) So they dragged me like a wheelbarrow. They grabbed my legs and dragged me down to the forward pocket because there was no such thing as an interchange bench in those days. Once you're off, you're off. So they're very averse to taking you off in the opening minute of a game. (laughs) And they propped me up and I fell over and they propped me up again and I fell over. The sixth time they propped me up, 
and I fell over, they took me off the ground. So I never turned my back on anyone that threatened me after that. <laughs> uh, and uh, that was my first uh, constructive conversation with the great, late Graham Farmer. <laughs> and that is how he liked just being direct and watched by being, actions. That's right. Uh, do as I say and do as I do. How many blokes did you play with that were like that? No, not a lot of words, <laughs> just actions. Um. Yeah, quite a few. <laughs> yeah, no, no actions like that. <laughs> that was well and truly gone, mate. By the time um, I started, can't do that anymore. Barry Hall was probably one. Yes, yeah, true. Yeah, Jonathan Brown's probably another. Fantastic. The Thank Dutch. you, Sam. Thanks, Sam. Thank you. No, Appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, from Sam to Samantha. Did, Hello. And now, now, what, what were you doing? Was that an old stock photo or, or did you just try and bring on the summer during the week? What was that on Instagram or so? That was a very old stock photo. We live in North Antarctica. We talked yeah. about this last week. The sun doesn't really shine and when it does, it's like no one's put the batteries in. It's right. up there but it's not really doing anything. Right. So it was an old stock photo, yeah. I did go to Sydney on the weekend though just for two minutes work. I'm a bit like Dane. Yeah. Work smarter, not harder. Mm, I was on absolutely. field for under two minutes <laughs> for that JWS game. I actually had a really embarrassing moment off the back of that if uh, – I'll allow you all to have a giggle at me. When I finished, I came off the field. What you, actually, to cut a long story long, what Go are you for. actually doing up there? Uh, I was working for Milo. So the ninth game of every round this season is sponsored by Milo. So ah. we have a little activation and uh, just depends on where the ninth game is. It just happened to be in Milo. Sydney this weekend. I've had a cup of Milo on How good is it? We should do it next we week. I'll bring some in. Well, if they want to sponsor the show, I'll drink Milo every time. I'm not sure if it's on brand, <laughs> but I'll bring some in. Yeah. I've, got a, I've got a fair bit. Anyway, I came off the field. It's GWS playing the Bulldogs. And I uh, have my accreditation pass, which means I can go anywhere, but I was just a bit hungry, so I thought I'd go upstairs and get some food and um, said goodbye to everyone, walked into the corridor, and I thought it was very uh, chivalrous of these six blokes to hold the lift for me. Like, that's really nice of them. Thank you. So I jumped on in, smiled at them. They're all staring at me, like, what is she doing? All wearing Bulldogs polos, and I was like, that's weird, all the six Bulldogs fans in this lift how did they get in here anyway standing there complete awkward silence and 30 seconds felt like a lifetime and he, and one of them turns to me and goes we're gonna be waiting a while I was like that's right just off to get food no yeah. worries thank you still staring at me well, what's going on here and I go why are we waiting so long and he goes oh we're just waiting for the head coach of the Bulldogs I was like oh Scotty Beveridge is he coming in here is he and they go yeah I said should I leave? And they go, yeah, if you wouldn't mind, please, get out. <laughs> I was like, oh. So I stepped out there, walked into the next one, and it was the GWS lift. I couldn't get – so then you can't leave because all the doors are now locked and the coaching staff's all wandering down, wondering what this girl is doing there with her backpack on and her Milo cap, like it, yeah. looking like an absolute 12-year-old <laughs> in the wrong place. And they could have asked me to leave, but they just literally stood there and stared at me. They're polite people. Yeah. I mean, they're polite, but I knew they were saying something about me after I left. It was very embarrassing. But, but more importantly, did you get something to eat? <laughs> I did. What? Yeah, I got a big Kransky. A Kransky? Good old sausage. Absolutely. Not wrong with that. How was it? Bloody delicious. Mm. 20 bucks? It was $17, yeah. Well, they, wouldn't have, they wouldn't have been a big queue. <laughs> would they? No. No? <laughs> Can't imagine there would have been a big line at the footy at GWS game <laughs> up there. No, there wasn't many people uh, there. Yeah, not a lot. The thing is, the seats are, gr- uh, sorry, are orange up there, so it looks like it's full. Oh, yeah, very, very clever, very clever. Well, well played. Um, we made the news last week. Yeah, well, I want to see how I want to see how long I can we can make it for. Because today I would like to formally not apologise for not apologising <laughs> to anyone I don't care about. So 
I can't imagine if, we, if we're still going in 10 weeks, I'm going to be not apologising for not apologising for saying not saying sorry about not apologising for not apologising. I'm going to have to write it down how many times I have to not apologise for not apologising. What, what, what I love, though, was, was the quote about, I'd rather work at McDonald's. <laughs> well, I would. I went, if anyone out there at McDonald's can get me a gig for a cup for a day, or not, yeah. maybe not. How, how long's a shift, do you reckon? <laughs> a day's a bit long yeah. for a day. How, how long's a normal shift at McDonald's, oh, I you reckon? It like six to eight hours, I reckon. Oh, how long? Probably, like a, like a proper day, <laughs> Dane. eight hours? I'd say so. What, in a row? Yeah, yeah. Of work? Yeah. Fucking <laughs> hell. It's ridiculous. I was thinking a couple. Hand out, hand out some, like, takeaway. Why don't you go in there for McCappy Day and donate your time, Dane? Dane donates no, none of his time for nothing. <laughs> Nothing's for nothing. No, no, no. Uh, but if someone is out there at McDonald's and wants me to come in for a couple of hours and do a crash course, I'll, that's how, that's how um, serious I am when I'd say I'd rather work at McDonald's then apologise to people I don't care about. I don't know. But hopefully hopefully they write an article about us tomorrow saying I'm not sorry for not being sorry. <laughs> I, th- I think the petty's dropped. But, but the, the, the reaction of people. Yeah. And we, we shouldn't It's our best form of... Um, promotion. Yeah. Promotion. It was fantastic. Thank you very much to the Herald Sun for our PR campaign last week. Absolutely. Saved us a lot of money that we're not earning. <laughs> well, so. we'll be in it tomorrow again too because Camo's on um, open talking mic. footy tonight or whatever it's uh, called. Open, open mic. Open mic. Well, he, how, how many things do we have to unpack here? Firstly, when you said... I'd rather work at McDonald's. The reaction from people was, what's wrong with working at McDonald's? When did you criticise people who work at McDonald's? I don't know. I'd much rather work work and be an opinion piece writer for some (laughs) certain things. Actually, I I, I could write an opinion piece and I guarantee you I'd get more clicks than most of them out there. I guarantee you could. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) I think that's a no-brainer. And Scotty's on open mic, so here's the thing. Uh, How long has that mic been going? About 10 years? No idea. Scotty's been a funny guy for 10 years. Mm-hmm. He's Long got girl. great stories. Yeah. Great stories. I've done probably 30 corporate gigs with him, killed every time. Not anymore. Not <laughs> anymore. <laughs> That's the last corporate gig you ever done with him. But then as soon as he's, he's, he's been sacked and, he, and he, he, he breaks down because the mob get him, mm. come on in. Why, why do you only go on when you've got bad news? I must have Sam Newman about that with Mike. Mm. Isn't it? Yeah. Like, his, his stories are fantastic. But He's a very funny man, but um, unfortunately I would imagine most of this open mic will be about this um, the unfortunate situation that got himself sacked, but, um, you know, different rules for different people. If you don't make money for your company. Was he, was he funny on, on Saturday when you – did you get his jokes nah, relayed to you? Um, yeah, oh, a little bit. Every time, there was a, every time there was a giggle over in the far corner, I was like, <laughs> what are they laughing Who said something funny? <laughs> No, nah, just got crickets coming back my way. But, um, who, did, who did talk to you there? I took a mate with me, so he yeah. spoke to me. Um, <laughs> well, I BYO friend and yeah. talking partner. Yeah, that's, uh, I thought I'd be. I thought I was going to be shunned, but um, I was, most most of them, apart from um, Scott. Yeah, and was there like a ring around him or something? Is that sort of? Yeah, yeah. it's like a force field. Just going to walk into him. Matt Preston be a good force field. <laughs> yeah, they were, they were talking. Yeah, the big guys talking about whatever they were talking about. How many ex players? Just you and Camo. Yeah, Jono had was babysitting. Taz was in Adelaide with um, Adelaide with the footy club. Obviously, Dids had something on. I think they're the uh, Nick Maxwell was obviously in Adelaide. I think they're the four that have been and me have been asked. Yep. Um, I think when Heath finishes, I think he will be um, Dale Thomas now that he unless he gets another gig somewhere. Um, but it's a nice small fun bunch, mate. Um, good little crew. Uh, now, was it coincidental on the same day that uh, Dale Thomas retired that you sent a tweet out saying you'll 
you'll never be better than the late day you retire in footy? Uh, well, I was just thinking about people. I was just thinking about, you know, obviously this is the year that everyone retires and obviously Dale was hanging. Well, I mean, I think he probably wants to go on, but <coughs> probably deserves another year. So didn't he give up his – didn't he, didn't he give up next year? For no, no, he gave up this year's guaranteed. Up. Yeah, okay, but tender. he got it. Yeah, tender okay. getting an earn out of it. Okay, yeah. Um just smart. Yeah, but in the end, oh, you, you're not. If you if you're not a good player the day you retire, you haven't been good. At, you, how, how bad have you been? <laughs> like you've been fucking ordinary because like the day you retire, and if you day you retire from work or any form of any form of paying job, mate, you're you're brilliant. So oh, that's what I think. I think you're the best. You're the best you've ever been the day you retire. I think. Do you reckon Dale will do a lap? Yeah, he's, he's, he's yeah. Of course he will. Yeah, the G. Of course he will. What do, you, what do you think of people who wouldn't do a lap to their fans, Sam? It's a bit arrogant. <laughs> but well, it's on brand for you, isn't it, Dane? Well, so. well okay. Righto. Thank <laughs> you. Um, Give the people what they want. At least I know the coach of the Bulldogs' name. He's Luke Beveridge, not Scott Beveridge. <laughs> so, no, I was thinking um, of Scotty West. He looks yeah. a bit like Scotty West. <laughs> um, well, oh, you, you, don't, you don't get paid to go around in the car to the grand final at MCG. So why would nothing, I do it? so nothing. Well, exactly. I'd... I had other stuff on it. Fucking no one, no one, Collingwood won't play it. No what one did gives, you have on? Oh, oh, a couple of functions or something. I was talking and start talking somewhere. Couple uh, of speaking gigs. Yeah, exactly, mate. That's grand final day. No one gives a fuck about me if you don't play for Collingwood. If I if you don't play for Collingwood, so no, I'll probably off. hurry up, get off the ground. Like, no one cares about you, so uh, that's why I didn't do it. Um, I, had other, I had other arrangements. Why don't um, I know sometimes I do, but why don't AFL footballers do a lap at the end of every game? It's just that because I work a lot in NRL, the winning team usually, especially if it's a home team, you'll do a lap. It's a big, bit bigger ground. The old, um, the old AFL ground mm. and NRL ground. The old don't get paid enough. In a state, you tend to go to your you go to cheer squad. Yeah, mm. yeah. I know. It's just it's not in the culture. It's a long, it's a long, long, long walk. walk. Yeah, exactly. And our game, you run a fair bit, so you're knackered by the end. You just want to get off. I would imagine. Yeah. Um, now, you, you, what was the gig that we saw you in Orange? Because you, you had severe issues about that, did we not? We did. Do you know about the issues that I faced? How do you know about them? Well, I only know that you don't know anything that rhymes with Orange. Oh, yes. No, I did have issues that night as well. That was for the Master Builders Awards for the Excellence in Construction. Right. Big deal. I thought I was going to get fired on the spot. <clears throat> What'd you do? I, uh, if he's listening, I don't actually know if it was my fault, but I will take responsibility. Um Dane, who yeah. will take responsibility. I uh, was given a script and I had to interview all the winners of all the awards throughout the evening. However, what I didn't click until the third page was that meant that I had the winners in my hand. So the whole, <laughs> the whole night, anyone that came up and was interviewed by me knew who was winning all the awards because oh, <laughs> they were right in front of me. So I did get a bit of a serve. Did you? Um, yeah, n- 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 none of us picked it up uh, until the end. So I was rather nervous. But uh, yeah, nothing... Rhymes with orange apart, apart from gorange. He's, he's done some funny work on Twitter. That, that play. He's quite funny, isn't he? Have like you seen him, Dave? No, what's his name? Daniel, I'll have a look Daniel, while you're Daniel still, while you're still having a chat. Daniel Gorange. <laughs> a few people have tagged him in, a, in my post. Because you did the Master Builders, is that right? Correct. So I was a tradie for eight years, right? How did that go? Well, what was your trade? Well, look what he's doing I now. Be, so I how be, do you I reckon? Required required. <laughs> well, you, what's your trade? Sprinkler fitting. Okay. At all, I'm that's an odd one. I've actually never. Yeah, that's an odd. <laughs> Fire protection. Fire protection. Yeah, yeah. No, I know what it Fire is. Sorry. I just didn't know it was a an individual well, trade. In the grass. <laughs> not, not. No, that, no. That would be 
guard, guard horticulturalist. Well, sorry, man. I didn't, know, I didn't know the difference. They no, all no, spurt water out. So, <laughs> yeah. how were no, they any different? Multi-storing, multi-storing sprinklers. No, okay, of course right. they are. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm thinking, Yes. back in those days, if I got to an award like that, there oh. couldn't have been enough alcohol served. So, do, do you get to talk to a couple of the boys who are a bit refreshed by the time they win their award? Yes, one, one gentleman wanted me to interview him about Fruit Loops. <laughs> Fruit Loops? <laughs> yeah, this is the type of thing we need for this show. Yeah, and I thought that... You know, I would indulge in the conversation for perhaps one or two sentences, but he stumped me, and it's my job to talk. So, God knows what he was rambling on about. Pur- how purple should make way for the orange and green ones to get a bit more attention? Just uh, the what ones? The see, purple see, fruit loops. Back in. Hold on, no. <laughs> Still looking saying, up Daniel Gorin. No, no, no. I was just saying. I hope we weren't talking about Kellogg's cornflakes. No. Well. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well played. <laughs> we weren't, but okay. um, well, well. Why, was, is that, why is Kellogg's cornflakes in our snapshot? Well, there was an article um, that came out the other day that apparently Kellogg's cornflakes was actually invented uh, back in 1878 by a gentleman um, who was a Seventh Day Adventist, and yep. obviously masturbating and sex was frowned upon greatly. So they uh, wanted to clear the mind of sinful thoughts first thing in the morning, and then. Kellogg's cornflakes was there in four invented. Um, so hopefully you boys both had your bowl tell of cornflakes this morning. No wonder there's a fuckload of cornflakes in my house. <laughs> Taylor's a smart yeah, woman. I so what's going on? What's going on here? Fucking everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> have you got the Can you get it together, Ralph? <laughs> yeah. He's unsure. Can I ask you this? Oh, well, are you sure? <laughs> well... Yeah, are, are you are you a history expert? Do you, do you are you big on your, your sort of uh, galleries and sort of uh, you know people who are passionate in the way they set things up? No, that, that, that's not a huge surprise, I guess. But this leads us to from the cornflakes. Washington Post: Ralph Whittington, erotica collector extraordinaire, dies at seventy-four, and you know you made it if you get an obituary in the Washington Post. Ralph Whittington worked at the Library of Congress for 36 years, rising from an entry-level clerk to become a curator in the main reading room of the library's majestic building across the US Capitol. He supervised the library's collection of telephone books. I was in charge of every phone book in the freaking world, he said. And he also used his expertise in archives in his private life. Mr Whittington has more than 5,000 early recordings of rhythm and blues doo-wop music, but was better known for amassing one of the world's largest correct collections of pornography. For years, he stored his trove, which included thousands of items from 19th century bawdy house coins to magazines, videotapes, photographed dolls and devices at his home, which he shared with his mother. <laughs> well, that explains <laughs> everything. Yeah, fuck a cornflakes in there, yeah. <laughs> well, not enough, so yeah, it would yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> He died in his home. The cause was cardiovascular disease, said his son-in-law. And From too uh, much porn. <laughs> well, he still kept his eyesight to the end, so there goes that theory. We're going to love it. So you went out stiff there, but... Yeah. <laughs> 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 Certainly was a stiff. <laughs> Now, (laughs) we we need some people to have a look at our social media. And just before we do, Dane, we want to thank people who have got on board our Patreon. So it's patreon.com. It's a tequila, isn't it? Forward slash. (laughs) It is. I would like some. Patreon. Forward slash Swanny and Friends because you are our sponsors of this 
shit that right. we do every week. We go, we go, we're a show for the people. Put your microphone close to your mouth, Ralph. And? Yeah, I've got a bit of that oh, no. sort of feedback. Sorry. Yeah, that's that? that's yeah, better. That? <laughs> we're all about listening to feedback sorry, here and working on things. Sorry I was a bit late, but I had to bring my texter. Why for? Oh, he's got a Sharpie. The merch. I can't see any. <laughs> it's coming. I it's, so it's Christmas, mate, but it's not coming it's in. It's in the car. So we want to thank people there. But, uh, Dane, what, what, what is this photo you've just sent us? <coughs> well, um, well, I was having dinner the other night and I thought, once you see, so you clearly have to go to um, the, the website. Instagram. The Instagram. What's good? <laughs> sorry. I was trying to do three. Th- I, was, I was trying to do three things at once. I was trying to think, but um, thinking's not a good a strength of mine. <laughs> and um, talk. Yeah, so before we, I go on this story, just quickly run to our um, Instagram or Twitter, I guess, and have a look at the photo. Swan your friends. Because that's what we're talking about. I mean, um, it's, it's an enthralling photo. Yeah, well, my miss Taylor made me, she goes, Dane, you've shared a lot of bullshit about me on this podcast, so it's about time that, that you share some of your stupid shit, so <laughs> um, I, have to, this, oh, I have to tell this story. So what, what, what vegetables do you see on this, um, on this plate? Uh, carrots. Yeah, and just no, carrots, just isn't carrots. it? Hang on, let so me have another look. You're still both idiots. It's <laughs> carrots. There's one. There's what color carrot. are they? Well, there's yellow carrots, orange carrots, and purple carrots. Well, I've never seen a purple carrot in my life. <laughs> <laughs> what are you? Well, I haven't. What do you mean? They're right there. What did you well, think it was? Well, I was sitting there eating eating these roasted vegetables or whatever you call them. Carrots. Yeah. Well, <laughs> carrots, parsnip, and beetroot. Um. <laughs> So there's, no, so, there's no parsnip or beetroot on there. So Taylor's like, which ones do you like the best? We're eating. We had some like polenta or something with it, and um, we're like, oh, she was like, which ones do you like the best? And I was like, oh, well, I like the beetroot the best. <laughs> she was like, what? And I was like, well, I like the, the beetroot ones. They're my favourite. Shut down. They're carrots. I was like, no, they're not. I like the purple ones. Like the beetroot flavored ones, <laughs> so in my in my head, I, because I seen it, I dead set thought they tasted like beetroot. I was like, man, this is this is a beetroot. And she was like, obviously, once you see the photos, I what do you think they thin them out to make them look like carrots? I said, yes, I think I absolutely <laughs> think they did. And then the parsnip ones, they had you had parsnip, which was like the the which are the par- oh you think the yellow ones are parsnip? Yeah, and then the <laughs> orange, there were carrots, and then the purple was beetroot. So that's that's what I thought. Um, so that didn't go down real well. She pissed herself laughing and I was like... Um, Once you knew they were carrots, did you re-taste them and think they t- tasted like carrots? Or no, they dead said tasted, well tasted, tasted like beetroot. They still do. <laughs> um, and yeah, so that is... Well, I don't know why you find that funny. So I've never seen a purple carrot in my life. My Sometimes n- I think you get things confused, Dane, but that's okay. No, well... They're purple. You actually posted a status in uh, reflection upon. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? 
helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The reviews that were given, and you said, I just want to clear this up with you. You said... Listening to the vial that we spew? Yeah. Did you mean bile? <laughs> I don't know. With a B? I don't know. No, I actually didn't, but maybe is that the right word? So you actually do spew bile. Once you've run out of contents in your stomach, you spew bile, which comes from your bile duct or your gallbladder. And that's that gross tasting yellow stuff at yeah, the end. Yeah, no, that comes out after like a three-day weekend. Correct. That's yeah. bile with a B. So that's what we spew. But did you mean vile comments? Yeah, yes. Or vile right. content? Yes. Or did you just try well, and get them confused? Now I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> um, you don't vile, know vile, I thought I, I thought I said the right thing, but I may not have. It's like when people say, oh, you listen to that dribble, when they're meant to say dribble. What? Hello? Yeah. It's like spitting image when it's splitting image. <laughs> Who said spitting image? What? Who says spitting image? A lot of people. Do I would they? say a lot of people. What? A lot of people say we spitting image. We should do a poll on that, Ralph. I'll teach you how to do a poll on it's Instagram. It's splitting image. I just Correct. Yeah. Sorry. You're saying splitting it's a splitting image. image. It's a spitting image. What do you so mean? There you go. What? It's spitting image. It's... What do you spit about it? Splitting where you split image. the image told, down the middle. So and it's I told you, I splitting image apparently because it splits the image. <laughs> <laughs> and and also on um while we're at home, um Sam, maybe or you, Ralph. Apparently, I stack the dishwasher horribly. Yes. Wow. I, in your defence, I think it depends on the dishwasher you've got. Ours is terrible. I've a gagging our one, so it's not meant to be not bad. Of course you do. Um, wh- which way do you put utensils in? Do you put the like the uh, the fork like the top of, the top of the fork at the b- bottom? No, or no. fork up. Why? Because it damages the plastic on the bottom. Otherwise, and also the when water can't it. get to them oh. if if they're down in amongst those cutlery baskets. They've got to be sticking up so the water can get to them. That means I have to touch the dirty part of the knife and stuff <laughs> to put it in. That means I have to get my hands dirty. Do you not rinse your stuff before you put it in the dishwasher? What? No. <laughs> Oh, oh dear. Okay, this God. is where the world's going wrong. This is the start so of did, all of our problems. It, I bet you did you have a cleaner come in your house? No. Okay. Well, her name is Samantha Richards. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you're, you're probably the type when, when the night before the cleaner gets there, you actually clean up. Yeah. So the cleaner, you, oh, exactly. absolutely not. They right, get so paid so to do a job. It's called job well, creation. Well, I make more mess. Correct. Well, what's a dishwasher's job? To clean to wash the, the dishes. Di- exactly. Yes, but it doesn't. That's not wash to clean rinse dishes, is it? Fair point. But it doesn't. Wash efficiently, and then it ends up smelling, and you have to use those dishwasher cleaners if you if the food's all going through it. And then you got a gag in our d- dishwasher. No, I don't. No, exactly, cleans a spotless. But do you clean the filter out? I don't want to touch that. All the out of my mouth. No. No, the grimy no, the- food that gets stuck in the <laughs> my filter in my mouth. Filter. Um, shut up. But I'd rather rinse all the food off first. That's what the rinse cycle's for. Exactly. I wouldn't even yeah, know. Yeah, but then you've got to clean filter. the filter, and I ain't touching that. I may be a country kid, but that shit's oh, gross. I thought you were going to say something else. Then. That's <laughs> the one word we don't drop on this fucking <laughs> podcast. Um, I don't even know. Dishwashers had a filter. <laughs> they I, very I much was, did. Spitting image. Spitting image. Are you Dictionary, kidding? The exact double of another person or thing. This is outrageous. Spitting image of her mum. Stand by. I, thought, I used to say spitting image, and someone told me. No, is it spitting image or spitting image? Summary. Yeah. 
spitting image are related phrases, e.g. here's the very spitting image, uh, 19th century. It appears it did this. come from the word spit rather than split. He resembled him in an awry part. He was as if he had been a beanie spit out of his mouth. Right. What? Yeah, well. I cannot. Listen, I used to say spitting till some smart-ass told me you're splitting and now I'm confused. Now I'm super confused <laughs> and I'm, I feel lost. I need to go on a... Self-discovery journey after this. Now I'm not convinced that the fucking alpha oil should be on the wrong way out now. <laughs> hey, he didn't come up with that. Speaking of speaking of getting words wrong or playing with words a bit, what do you think, Dane? Were you just full of pride at fill in? Hey, Braden. Yeah. Braden's here. Mate, I brought Phil. a tear of joy to my eye, it did. <laughs> um, but times have changed, like, um, fill in. What a, what a name. Like, you couldn't make that shit up, really, can you? Um, did you get this, Sam? Fill in, yeah. yeah. Braden's here, so we. So he didn't play very well, though, did he? Didn't play at all. No, didn't he? Didn't the he? He team. played as fill in. I, 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 Bartho told me about the thing is, um, I don't know how he went. Phil's obviously not a very good basketballer, um, <laughs> but I tell you what, times have changed. As as I tweeted out about, you know, it's not the, you know, it's not the first time a thirty six for Collingwood was trying to um, uh, cover something up, but um, you know, I guess the Rat Pack covered up. A lot of fucking different things in um, the <laughs> playing bars. So Mick would have um, Mick would have loved it if um, the, the worst thing we had tried to cover up was was playing basketball on a Sunday night <laughs> or a Thursday night. How am I? And this is just a complete hypothetical. If you know anyone who may have one had to go through this, how would uh, how would uh, Nathan or Ed have gone with the uh, hearing oh. that story? How do you how do you do nothing but laugh? <laughs> it's just just fucking stupid. It's, uh, obviously, he doesn't think his profile is big enough where he's going to get caught, but uh, or he loves his basketball super <laughs> a lot. Um, so, but we, I, me, we used to play basketball on Monday nights when it was off the time to change a bit. Like me, Tazza, Jono, um, Heath Scotland, Benny Kinney. We always used to play on Monday nights um, in a, in a team. But I guess this was probably before social media, and before you weren't allowed to do shit like that. But we used to be sore Tuesdays. Sins would not be fun. So but, um, I went to Swanee and Friends Facebook page. Please like us. Inspired, Shameless plug. Inspired by Braden's Hears, Braden's Hears, fill in. What's your all-time favourite pretend name pseudonym? Have they come to the party here? So from Adam, Barry Allbag, uh, from Spencer. Oh, no, I won't do that one. Uh, Wayne Kerr and Michael Hunt got a big run, of course, from <laughs> a lot of people here. From Ben Wheatley, Sue Ridge. Uh, from Cal, Sue Denham. Uh, from Sean, Hugh Janice. Yes. I think a few people... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Michael Hunt again uh, from Kitty Kitty Fitler, no, uh, from Ben Dover, Phil McCracken, Jack Package, uh, Mike Oxlong, <laughs> Teresa Green, <laughs> from Jared, uh, giving us uh, Wayne King. Well, yeah, you got a few. Uh, Leah, uh, Maker sent us uh, fuck you, um, and thank you to Leah who sent out also during the week. Uh, did you see this photo of of the uh, of the mother talking to the kid who wanted something? What's the magic word? And the kid said, "I'm outraged." Good boy. There you go. <laughs> 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 She's with us So uh, please like us here on Swanee and Friends So uh, there you go there But I um, mean yeah, But Braden yeah, It's nice that um, There's a mouse pack Back at Collingwood It's, it's not not a, a rat pack per se But um, It's nice that they're keeping The, the tradition of Fucking up number 36 alive <laughs> Yeah <laughs> who, who, Who's starting to impress you Mouse pack uh, Rat pack wise Well well, Braden Obviously But yeah. um, Listen they always say You, you get caught But you only get caught on the ones you get caught on, well, obviously. <laughs> so, um, I don't. Geordie, obviously, 
<laughs> straight in. Well, clearly. Yeah. He's had some run-ins. Um, Jaden. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> he's so sweet, though. Bet your bottom dollar he's he's in it. Um, he may, too. <laughs> um, who else? Uh, Benny Crocker, he's a, he's a larrikin. He's a funny young kid. Um, I don't know. I'm starting to run out of names. I know Collingwood now. <laughs> Um, they're all starting to finish up, but there's a few. Yeah, yeah. Some are showing uh, promise there. Uh, Sam, have you got a fun fact for the week? Because a lot of people are, are keen on that. Yeah, I do. But like I said, I feel the pressure each week. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm, it's not going to be as good as the Alpha one. And I don't know if you may already know this. And if you do, play along anyway. Do you know what? You know when you get a Slurpee and you get a brain freeze? I've had one in a while, but yeah. Do you know what a brain freeze actually is? No. It's when your brain hurts. After it's got nothing to do with your brain. What's it got something to do with then? It's actually the capillaries in your palate, soft palate and hard palate at the top of your mouth. Hold um, on a vasoconstriction. Well, there's about six words I don't <laughs> can know. You, can you <laughs> slow that again? So when when something's cold, it shrinks, Dane. Does it? Yes. <laughs> and so you the sure? capillaries and the veins <laughs> in the top of your mouth. We wouldn't know anything about that, would we, Ralph? <laughs> no. When they go cold rather suddenly, they shrink right. and tighten. And so when you drink something cold and the top of your mouth is freezing, they, it's, the pain that you're feeling is from all the capillaries and veins in the top of your mouth contracting really quickly. So to get rid of a brain freeze, all you need to do is warm up the roof of your mouth. So if you just put the t- your tongue to the top of your mouth, especially the soft palate at the back there, you will get rid of your brain freeze. I reckon 80% of our listeners have got no idea what she's talking about. And two blokes are sitting across from us. <laughs> either do. do so either. go get yourself a Slurpee. Yeah. When you get a brain freeze... Put your tongue on the top of your mouth and warm up at the top of your mouth and brain freeze gone. I'll call that Let me, in let me that down. That's a running double, Sam. Is you, it? You've backed up again. Oh, I was so that sure is. everyone would be like, we get it. We know. Well, it. Common knowledge. All right, well, there you go. No, no, not at all. Tip two. You're tip. going again? No, that was tip two. Oh, Alpha yeah, was right. tip one. Yeah, so you're smart. You've been, you're staggering this out, aren't yes. you? You've probably got another one up your sleeve. No, no, maybe. Not sure. You may not have another show up our sleeve. <laughs> <laughs> We never know. Every we'll to, every show is a blessing. Yeah, Ralph. absolutely. Our listeners are coming. Our listeners are coming for the coffee mugs and the. No, I I'll fucking hope not. Stubby holders, t-shirts. Ralph. They only want flying one out the door too. Ralph. Swanee sure, and friends. Surely you just. What did you think of the UFC on Sunday, Swanee? I saw you watch that. The UFC it was it was awesome. It was awesome card. It was bloody good, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a really good card. Um, well, Nick Nate Diaz obviously moves the needle. He was awesome. He's good. Um, I thought that um, Romero um, Costa. Costa fight was yeah, it was epic. Yeah. That was brutal. The last three fights were really good. good. Yeah, well, even the, the fourth one, um, the Nigerian kid who knocked him out, yeah. a really, really good card. Um, be good to see Diaz versus Masvidal um, next. I think that's going to happen in probably the trilogy with Stepe and um, Cormier. I think, um, and then Pettis broke his foot in the first round. It said. Did he? Yeah. Yeah, he broke his foot in the first round. Um, Where was this? It was in Anaheim, I think. I, I watched it at the Albion Bar. Yeah. Room Rooftop in York Street, Where's South Melbourne. Oh. Yeah, so... Nice establishment. Yeah, it's lovely. So get down there if you can. I had a few queries about this because last week, Swanee, you said that when someone had a go at you that you don't work but you go on holidays. Yeah. Which I think they've basically stolen from Camo, yeah? Mm-hmm. And you stuck up for yourself. You said, oh, hang on, I'll run a pub. Yeah, let's say it's Lifestyle Friday. venue, mate. Is what I've Lifestyle venue. <laughs> yeah. But let, let, let's say it's a Friday night yeah. and you're not there. Mm. Goes to shit, mate. 
But it's people still there? I don't know. I'm not there. So what do I know? If if you make money on nights that you're not there, mm-hmm. is that working? Of course it is. Sam? It's a bit of a rot, isn't it? Of course it fucking is. What do you mean? I mean, well played by you. That's yeah. owning a business. That's not working. Well, I'm McDonald's I'm working for, mate. Don't worry about that. <laughs> He's got a job. For an hour and a half. So, so, so I get a photo. That's and maybe it. a free Big Mac. Oh, yeah. I've, I, haven't, I haven't eaten McDonald's in a while, but I could. Do you know where I, I, okay, so next I, week we're having Maccas and yeah, Milo's. And Milo. <laughs> Absolutely. What a show. Yeah. I broke a 20-year drought in Poland. 20 years. Bialystok, because I just didn't know what any of the food was. Yeah, right. Sort of sometimes you know? sometimes so it's like, a bit yeah. like that. And, and, and my late Nana had, <laughs> had McDonald's when she went to Hong Kong because she couldn't find any real Chinese food there. <laughs> <laughs> quote, unquote. Hong Kong doesn't seem like a safe place to be in at the minute. She's not there at the moment. 100%, absolutely. Um, what about, um, can I, I've got a, a story for you. I've got my, my second. <laughs> um, what about the story about um, two Western Australian pig farmers <laughs> involved in the smuggling of Danish pig semen hidden in shampoo bottles and they've been jailed? Right. Well, what sort of a campfire do you reckon they were sitting around when they came up with this idea? Uh, well, well, don't you know? Clearly, I'm a big farm guy. Uh, <laughs> Go ahead. I'm a, I'm a big farm guy, and clearly, the obvious reason for this was like Danish sows average 32 wean piglets a year. Did you know that? <laughs> no, I didn't. Well, obviously, and and the Australian and the Australian ones average 26 piglets a year. So okay, it's clearly a market there for it. Yeah, but um, I feel sorry for. The two farmers who had to, who had to get it, like how sore would their arms be? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> <I don't know>. hell! <laughs> massive forearms. Um, but it's incredible. You know, there was no Kellogg's cornflakes no, in the no, feed for they, those pigs they that did morning. Not any cornflakes, but um, you know, you know how they got caught. <laughs> what? No. no, all the pigs started speaking Danish. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they got them. <laughs> and they weren't they weren't eating their Vegemite on toast. They were disgusted. <laughs> so that was they were eating Danish waffles instead. <laughs> don't even don't open dictionary urban no, waffles. No. Don't. no, 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 no. And by the way, as much as I like all our interaction from our people, just stop sending me Facebook messages with urban dictionary stuff. Because <laughs> we, we've just done that and we moved on. Oh, listen, yeah. there's a time and a place. If one pops up, I might. But um, these pigs, eh? Um, they're in jail, the poor buggers. Um, I reckon their I reckon their skill set will be will be put to pretty so good why, use in jail. Why? I would imagine. <laughs> <laughs> I think. <laughs> I reckon so. <laughs> um, what exactly are the grounds for their jailing? What? Um, what, what like what? I mean, it's disgusting. But why is it illegal? Because the actions, oh, because they the smuggled actions, it in the actions of the business. Threatened to completely undermine Australia's rigorous biosecurity measures. Come on, Sam. Fucking hell. You know about L4, but you don't know about the biosecurity measures about pig semen. Get it together. And I'm sort of picturing uh, yeah, a bit of cell block chat. Oh. And he's mm. next to Ivan Balat. You know, what are you in for? <laughs> <laughs> Backpackers. <laughs> Did go real well, you. I hope he doesn't jerk, take some of the shampoo. Of pig. <laughs> Hopefully Callum Winslow's in there. <laughs> <laughs> Good lord Oh dear me From um, CNN A Wells town will install Anti-sex toilets That spray users with water A Wells seaside town Plans to install Public toilets with measures To prevent people Having sex inside 
including a squealing alarm, the doors shooting open, and a chilly spray of water. Porthcall on Welsh's uh, on Wales South Coast plans to replace its Griffin Park public toilets with models that to inappropriate sexual activity and vandalism. Would they prefer them doing it, doing it out in the park, or what, what? What's the purpose of that? And, and and begs the question: What's the appropriate sexual activity <laughs> that they're okay with? And you know what's going to happen? How how you know, how are they censored again? Uh, Spy weight, isn't it? I think so. <laughs> yeah, you know. Well, you know what's going to happen. Skinny people who are in there. Yeah, or. So, some heavy person's going to get sprayed for no fucking reason. Hundred <laughs> percent. They're going to sue the council. Some, some reasonably heavy, neutral gender person, person yes. yeah, gender neutral person is going to sit on this toilet to try and go to the toilet. And they're going to be sprayed in the head with a fuckload of water, and they'll probably sue the council, and they'll probably make a lot of money. Movement sense. Fuck the world is. Movement sensors inside the toilets will respond to violent activity, <laughs> while weight sensors will be installed to detect the entrance of more than one person. There you go. That's what <laughs> triggering yeah. the deterrent. Well, those toilets will be useless at the Albion, Dane. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> the toilets have also been designed to prevent rough sleepers taking shelter inside. Here's oh. the thing. Now, here's the thing. You know, if you if you're not eating your purple carrots and you're a bit sort of <laughs> blocked up, it's beetroot, it, mate. <laughs> If a user remains in the toilet for too long, a warning message will play while the lights and heating will switch off. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you go from there? Also, well, I, I, I take a fair bit of time in the toilet at home. Yeah. I must be thrown. You so, a reader? Uh, I'll read a reader of my phone, yeah. <laughs> yeah, not a reader of a book. <laughs> while he's sitting. Reader of his phone. Yeah. What's wrong with that? I'm not sure I follow him. <laughs> I was trying to He's pick him up. He's a reader on the throne of his phone. <laughs> I still don't know. Why? You're a reader of the phone? Um, uh, no. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. It's not real normal, is it? Well, I think it is. I think it's quite normal these days. You don't take your phone in the toilet. Scotty no. Uh, no Cabo say he took his own uh, iPad. So do I if I need it, if I'm listening to something or watching something. <laughs> I'm in the middle of a Netflix series. Can, uh, can, <laughs> can our listeners get in touch on that one? We need, we need a definitive no. tiebreaker there. What about, um, did you see the poor old hungry raccoon? <laughs> I was just thinking. <laughs> his brother. This guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Angry's brother. What happened there? The, the ra- raccoon got stuck in a Florida vending machine. The poor little guy. Maybe he was on the run after his angry raccoon session. He needed a feed <laughs> to get some energy which, back. Speaking of which, yeah, Amy Schumer did a whole thing about Urban Dictionary and the raccoon and was laughing at it. So just Google that one. Kevin's uh, Kevin's getting grounded. Google Kevin's getting grounded. Kevin's getting grounded. So I'm just not sure who's a better judge of comedy out of Amy Schumer and Susie Kevin. O'Brien, but I think I think Amy's on the right path. Hey, um, uh, when do you think you've made it, Swanee? When you've really <laughs> made it? As in football or life? Life. Um, when you can make demands. When when I think I've made it. And there are. Yeah. Oh, I'm not really sure. When Mick Jagger. When you can stroll through life without f- giving a fuck and worrying about what other people think because you've, you've got it made. You don't need to rely on anyone else maybe. Mick Jagger. Oh, uh, yeah, Mick Jagger. Um, let me find that story for you, mate. <laughs> Give us a fucking heads up. Can you ask so I could go to something? Just scribble on a piece of paper and shoot it across to me so you can tell me where, I'm, where you're going with that. As in the bit that you said us. Yeah, well, mate, I didn't, mate, you're the host of this show. Me and Sam are just create content for you. We're friends. Yeah. Um, 
Where is it? Do you want yeah. me to read you the, the title while oh, you're finding oh, it? While you're looking for that, Barstool Sports, the University of Minnesota is a lettuce oh, yeah. club that meets once a semester term. <laughs> Whoever eats ahead of lettuce the fastest becomes a club president and hosts the next meeting. We're not kidding. I'll tell you what. Semester lo- or term? Like Sam said in the group chat, Minnesota sounds like a hoot, doesn't it? <laughs> I can know. Uh, There's a lot going on yeah, there. If that's At least they're healthy. Did you see him chomping down on those lettuces? Though? <laughs> could you eat a whole lettuce, you reckon? Um, yeah, of course I could. What about purple carrot? Well, there's none. There's no such thing. I could eat a beetroot though, shaped like a carrot. Of course I could. Um, they were delicious. Um, yeah, I could eat a fucking head of a lettuce. Have of course you, I could. Have you found the big checker thing yet? I, I thought we were off that. <laughs> fucking hell. Yeah, he got, it got it here. Got it here. So, do you know, Ralphie? Yes. When do you think you've made it? When do you think you know if you've made it? I don't know. What? When? Well, well <laughs> let me tell you. Smooth. Let Smooth. me tell you. Nice segue. Um, is it? Yeah, I think so. Mick Jagger demands a new mattress in every hotel to rest his strolling bones. I don't know. Strolling bones makes it's sense. It's, it's a take of Rolling Stones. Get it? No, I don't. <laughs> why wouldn't it, it say to rest his rolling bones? What? What's fucking got to do? What's strolling got to do with it? I don't know why everyone's laughing. It's not, he doesn't play rock and stroll, does he? I don't know. I, oh, I'm lost. What, what, how has strolling got anything to do with... Honestly. It's like the purple carrot sandwiches. What, is there a song? Has he got a song called Strolling or something? It just said rhymes. It's what? Like rolling bones, strolling bones. Well, why, bones. Should, why would it be rolling bones? Rolling rhymes with stones. I I think you're just reading too much into it. Oh, well. I'll go ahead with the story, Dane, because I'm interested and I'm sure all of our listeners are well, on the well. edge of their seats now. Yeah, well, um, you know, it's a reasonable article, but you know you've made it when, so he insists on a new hotel mattress every night that he um, sleep, checks into a new hotel, but the kicker is he insists... The plastic wrapping stays on the night before while someone sleeps on it for one night to break it in. <laughs> you've made it. That's yeah, the most that, bizarre request. I know. That's pretty sure when you've made it. But a lot know um, what kind of weight does he like on it? Is he like, you know, like a, you know, a heavy set person to, to push him, <laughs> you know, to, to dent it a little bit? Or is it just like a 60, 50 kilo, you, you know, female that just won't put any um, indent in it? Or jockey. A jockey, yeah. I yep. wonder if he has a, a specific member of staff. What's your job title? Uh, professional mattress breaker. I'll tell you what, if you tell me about not working, I'd do that job. <laughs> Let me tell you. We've got a job for Dane. There's a job for me. But but sleep, that's six to eight hours in a row that I know that you don't no, like watch I'd watch telly or something. <laughs> watch Netflix or something like that. That's what I'd do. Sam, just before we get to our uh, social feedback, would, would, would you do the block? I would love to do the block. Just don't really have anyone to go on it with, unfortunately. So you got that interior oh. decorating sort of thing in your in your bones. Shit, yeah, and I grew up DIYing. Like my family um would buy, renovate, and flip. So yeah. it's been in my blood, I guess, and it's something I've always wanted to do. I just haven't had. I don't really know who I'd go on the block with. We can't really back up married at first sight review that Camo did in that style. I think so. This is my eleven-year-old. Not allowed to say that name on this podcast, mate. No, that's true. This is my eleven-year-old daughter exclusively reviewed the block for us. So hang on. fantastic. 
Well, we've just finished watching another dramatic episode of The Block, and I'm joined here by reporter Alex. And Alex, <coughs> you think The Block's got the wrong name? What should it be called? I think it should be called It's All Dave's Fault. <laughs> Why do you think it should be called It's All Dave's Fault? Because, um, the, like, the husbands always get, like, blamed, um, like, for, like, doing something wrong and for them not, like, finishing on time and stuff. There we go. Um, I hope you're paying her for that. I don't. We're going to be in the paper tomorrow for fucking slave labour, for child for, for using for using <laughs> child labour and not paying them. Like George Columbaris, you know what I mean? You hope you're paying her. It's all Dave's fault. I want to write a hit piece in the Herald Sun tomorrow saying that Shit. you're abusing your, your children's privileges by underpaying them for content. Could happen. Could happen. Yeah. She'll make a good wife one day. <laughs> If we said that, <laughs> we would be I did see her and think about it, but yeah. it's the truth. She will. Absolutely. Uh, all right. Uh, yeah, we asked for some uh, some good uh, social feedback here. How'd they go, the questions? Send through some questions. Know, for me. I'm actually a little bit nervous, Dane. Yeah. If you could just filter the be. questions before they come through. Yeah, from Dan Casser, we should do two episodes a week. It's too freaking long between good old shit talk. Uh, from Hilly, does Swanee think he's working on site with his fluoro jumper? Um. No, I no, no, I don't think I'm working on f- site. And unless you call this podcast studio a site, then I am. No, <coughs> What's my the mate, name of the gear again? Bella. So mate owns it. So he hooked me up. I'm wearing it again today. Um, they've been on the floor since I got them. So those pick them up and swap <laughs> them around. From Mandesco, any shooting tips for old mate? Fill in finishing the game with six points is disappointing, even if he's playing injured. Well, let's see six. So was that three baskets? From how many shots though? Yeah, haven't done the form on that one. So. Like, and did he play? How long did he play? Did he play five minutes? Or did he play 40 minutes? Dane has questions. Questions. Well, you have to, well, if you're going to go and light of the footy club, you have to be prepared for all this kind of stuff. Very true. Yeah. From, from Robber, Swanee, does Ralphie sit on a booster chair to be equal height with you and Sam? He needs a ladder. <laughs> from M. Campen, please feel more of the show. It was freaking hilarious last week with Sam. Also, any thoughts about taking the pot on the road? Hashtag road trip. Well, Absolutely. Nothing's for nothing. No, exactly right. Get in touch with us. Uh, from Carly Chubb, so freaking happy you're back on air. Love listening to more shit talk with you guys. Keep up the good work. It's uh, not a question. Not a question. No, from Nick Stevens. Um, can you guys do the Would You Rather episode as promised? What's that one? The one that we were going to do. Until oh, yeah. Well, we're about, well, so we, Sam, because when I was going away um, to Europe, we needed a couple to fill in. So we I emailed about, how I many 50, 60 of like just... These random hypotheticals and, and would you rather's to him and to him and Camo, and we're going to do them. I think the, the Thursday before I left, but obviously shit at the fans, so we we can it. But I'm more than happy to do it, Ralph. If if you and Sam want to do it, um, just pick a time and can, can and you think we'll of any it. examples that won't get us kicked off here? Well, no. Well, I, like the one I told. Um, oh well, I've got them, I've got them written down. You ask another, ask Sam a question, and I'll I'll um I'll get it to you. The ones I remember. I can't say on here. Um, from Jackie, what is the difference between marmalade and jam? I need to know. Um, do you want me to tell you? Oh, do, you want me to <laughs> t- do you want me to tell you the answer when we're off air? Then <laughs> you can. I only know the one about the difference between cholesterol and fat. <laughs> <laughs> it's, probably, it's probably very similar. <laughs> can't go to sleep with half a cholesterol. Uh, from <laughs> no, no, no. The most uh, one's a little bit worse, but I'll uh, tell you the... Um, okay. I'll tell um, you after then. If I'm allowed to... I'm allowed to give you the answer next week, I will. From Pat, since Sam was on last week, I've been saying, what's the difference between light and hard all week? Ha ha, great podcast, thank you. 
Um, from Tim, pretty sad reading. Scotty profusely apologised for his involvement in the podcast on Open Mic. The PC brigade really got him good. I'm glad you guys aren't giving into that garbage. Uh, from Dusty, can you tell us about the evolution of the Alaskan pipeline? No. Uh, from <laughs> David. I can prepare something for next week. If you Are you recording it on a Wednesday somewhere? There's Wednesday in the world. Absolutely. Somewhere. From Rick, thoughts on the USV, US basketball debacle? Should everyone riot? Um, no, I might go actually. So no, I'm going to go. I think. Pretty happy with it. Still lose playing. I don't really care. It's just free tickets, free piss. Yes, yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> that helps. From Dwayne, what rhymes with orange? P.S. You need to get rap star Gozer on as a guest. I assume he's that's Dan Orange. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, if he wants, yeah. If he, <coughs> if he listens. From Sean Karras, uh, we've mentioned this about uh, Sam scientific shit. Um, from uh, Al Jonty, uh, bring back Scotty. Fuck the haters. Well, we would be delighted if Scotty came back and became our fourth. Absolutely, but <laughs> what chance is that happening? Oh, I Slim think, to none. Can I, can I use my old mate Dr. Turf's uh, line? Yeah. A million and one and drifting, <laughs> I think would, would be his saying. So that has indeed been our Swatty and Friends uh, podcast. Oh, I've got to have no any, questions today. No, we've just got a couple of things to finish off with, of course. Um, but, uh, but please like us at our Facebook page, our Instagram page, our Twitter page. Uh, thank you to everyone who's gone to Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Swanee and Friends, and to people who have bought the merch to give Swanee an opportunity to sign. Fuck off. <laughs> Before your tip, Swanee, uh, Sam, what do you, you got any tips? Just quickly, did there, was there no questions that came through? What's that? To, the, to the DMs on Instagram. Oh, you're going to have to teach me how to use that. I'm 50. Oh, dear Lord. I apologise <laughs> to everyone that... I was really nervous because like 64 people, according yeah. to my stats, go into your Instagram inbox. The what? <laughs> <laughs> Can you fax it to me? The inbox on your Instagram <laughs> where people message you. Well, that means I got off scot-free. I was really nervous. Yeah. So if you got any tips, because we're going to get swatty. So right footy tips, yeah. I'll go NRL Righto. this week. I'm going to go with the Eels over the Panthers. Oh, sorry. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 